37, right? Yes. Oh. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to episode 37 of our Dice Haven actual play podcast. And as always, if you want to know more about our podcast or access our bonus content, you can check us out at patreon.com slash Dice Haven. Why did that like totally slip out of my brain? That's right, right? Yeah. You're right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or at uh, Instagram at Dice Haven Podcast. Um, I'm Mason, the GM. I almost said I'm GM to Mason. I actually almost <laughs> did that, so it's contagious. <laughs> it is very. And I'm Stan. Uh, <laughs> I play Jadis Gant, the warrior priest. I'm Bailey. Take... Oh, whoa. Oh, oh. <laughs> I shouldn't take notes when it's introduction time. I was writing <laughs> episode 37 there. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Bailey playing Tassan Nar, the human computer science officer. And I am Captain Admiral Amasorian Kane playing John. I just thought I'd mix it up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nice. I am Chris. I play Ruben Glazer, the harpoon engineer. And for all you waiting for it out there, <laughs> good one. And I am Jeff uh, playing Ta'ari. The very uncomfortable uh, Chatal right now. <laughs> right. Okay, so we ended last time, episode 36, with you guys um, meeting a gentleman who is referred to as the broker, <clears throat> who you've been told is your patron. And he illuminated the room, opened up your view, so to speak, to the space you were in, and... Well, a cool epic view of two stars slowly circling each other. It was definitely not where you were when you started this trip onto his vessel. And he said, I believe the last thing I said was uh, giving you opportunity to ask some questions. I raised my paw. Yes, go ahead. Mr. Broker, I don't have a question right now, but I do have a gift for you. Oh. Uh, in Harkoon culture, it's, it, it is traditional when, when meeting a new, a new pack to... Uh, sing in the harkoon language uh, a song of of peace and friendship so if i may i will sing that for you now of course so i sing it, it sounds a little bit like scooby-doo singing uh, why can't we be friends and uh <laughs> kind of drifts in and out and... <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and i wrap up the song with a flourish and do a bow oh that's epic and he says, and when you do the bow, he 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 does the the, the head thing where he tilts his head slightly nice. inside. Oh, but you know like the I'm, culture very well, and I do back. I'm very honored, and I do know your culture. I have not knowing if you would be following through with it, given you were traveling with a, a human pack, well, mostly human, and good one guitar. Did not want to put you in a. Um, difficult situation, but since you have offered such a gift, I have one in kind. I've got to find my note here again. I apologize. I didn't uh, uh, expect the gift here, even though you did mention it last time, so I did not pull out the gift. And there's no way you are expecting Why Can't We Be Friends sung in a Scooby-Doo voice. I mean, you could not have been expecting that. <laughs> no, that nobody. Coming. Nobody was expecting that. Hold on. Where'd it go? Can't, I know what it is, I just can't remember the name of it and I wrote it down. Why? Is it 300 million in gold? No. <laughs> Which is only like three credits in oh, Traveler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, spoiled again. At least we got three credits, we can buy coffee. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He gets up and he walks over to, so where you came in, there is a portion of a solid wall, right, that connects to this dome. He walks over there to get something off the shelves and it opens up a cabinet. He's going to pull it out, but I can't find that name of it. So what he pulls out, though, it's this, um, it's a spear. And for, um, for you, you would know this, Ruben. Um, we were raised among humans, but you would still know this. There, this is a, um, it's a type of spear that's very, it's like a ceremonial thing for um, your people. Oh, cool. And to receive one within a clan is usually, it's like a, it's like a rite of passage kind of thing. Um, humans, to, for a human to get one, 
it's either a nefarious thing, they had to steal it, or they receive great honor among among a clan. So he he grabs it and he comes over and he says, This Mr. Glazer is for you. Uh, I accept it in a in a very uh, humble way and uh, say I uh, you clearly are well acquainted with the harcoon and I say something on harcoon to him that's the equivalent of uh, uh, may uh, may you always run with with the pack or something like that and then I take the the spear and and uh, and say it's quite an honor to receive this and I'm sure you know it is quite an honor for you to have received one as well and, and he he responds in harcoon. Um, with the, you know, how, like they say, oh, and peace to you, and he says, oh, and peace unto you, or that there's like a, yeah, requ- yeah. a reciprocal. So he responds to you, and in Harkoon, and may your pack always thrive. Ah, very good, very good. Um, if I have any spare meat sheaths, I throw them one. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. Did you bring meat sheaths on board? <laughs> All right, I'll let you know what the name of that is. I can't find the thing where I wrote this down. Yeah, very cool. So thing. I tried yeah, to open I, up the book. I hold it. Uh, I hold it with pride. And, and, but it's, uh, it's just this cool little thing. And accept um, it. Oh, it's on one of my notes. I just don't didn't get that note out because I wasn't expecting a gift moment here. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, no worries. Um, he gives you that, and he sits back down. Hey, John. Um, are is your body posture tense or nervous at all? Because I'm. Uh, Ta'ari's looking at uh, Kane Captain. I'm doing my best to keep it calm and cool, but I'm definitely probably more tense than you normally see me. So I'm going to, as levelly as I can, but there'll be a, kind of a, a gravelly growl under it. What is your intentions with us? You presumably take us without range of our home system. In a ship that we do not know its power to, do you intend to hold this over our head? Oh, I can understand why you would feel that way. The jump was not intended to be unsettling for you. It was meant as a precautionary measure. As you know, I'm sure you realized this when you collected the device that asked you to retrieve through Daxon. There are others who seek these things, and as a direct extension of that, they are always looking for me and mine. So I collected you and relocated so as it would be more difficult to be found. It was not meant to unsettle you, nor is it meant to, at all as a means to kidnap you. Hmm. I'll give a curt nod. Might, might I ask another question, uh, or <laughs> might I ask a question, uh, Mr. Broker? Yes. Uh, regarding the device that uh, we helped and retrieve and bring back um, clearly with such amazing and superior technology it, it seems strange that you would have to have uh, Daxon or our help in, in retrieving that that you might have been able to easily grab it on your own I was just curious why uh, why you didn't he smiles that's a very good question as far as capability goes, yes, I am more than able to have collected it myself. But there are, let's just say there's always a bigger fish. There are certain rules that we are bound to. And to break them would be real catastrophic for me. So and I must adhere to these rules. And one of those particular rules is I am not allowed to directly interfere only through agents such as Daxon or in this particular instance yourselves am I allowed to enter engage in local governments I see who who uh, if I may, may be presumptuous who whose rules are you following fathers uh, and again as an ignorant harcoon from a small sector who who is your father he's He's a very firm and stern man. I think we'll get, we'll work into the specifics of who he is later, if you will. Let's just say he's one capable of exacting swift and very uncomfortable punishment. Oh, good to know. 
Uh, <laughs> yes, well, well, we'll try to stay on the good side of Father. Oh, don't worry. As long as we adhere to the rules, he pays no mind. Well, we appreciate you uh, with deep concern about my crew and our ship, and by moving <laughs> us here, how long are we staying until we can return back to our sector? And we appreciate the payment as well. Absolutely. We will be returning as soon as um, I, we finish our conversation and Keiko finishes his preparations. He arrived shortly before you did. And he's currently offloading the artifact he went to collect off of Scion. That's why I chose that particular parsec in space is the timing of it allowed for it to be in the middle of both of you. And in an area of space that would qualify as me not interfering. Directly, at least. How are you aligned with the Empire? Um, I am not particularly aligned with or against the Empire. My primary concerns are with continued existence. Which is what and these are. Pro-continued existence? Yes. But whether, to be frank, I know this you may not appreciate this, but whether the, that Empire survives another thousand years or falls tomorrow is not my primary concern. Unless either one of those would ensure continued existence. So, uh, Frank? Um, so, uh, well, I'm really like, confused. Tilt his head. Frank? You said you're gonna be Frank. Ah, I see. <laughs> Yep. Well, well played. <laughs> <laughs> he even laughs. So, um, like, like, so this this ship, um, so, like, Daxons and uh, her like cybernetic stuff. Did y'all do that on this ship, or did you that's other yes. stuff? Or oh. no, we, it, that procedure was performed. Or those procedures were performed on this vessel. Oh, okay. She has been with me a very long time. Okay. Um. What, what do, uh, I mean, that's some really good cybernetics. I, uh, I'm kind of interested in cybernetics. I'm aware. Uh, I've read your research and about the work you did with the self-learning artificial intelligence. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I got an award I, back at the ship. I could show you uh, if you wanted to see the award. Um, no, that's that's okay. I, oh. I absolutely believe you. <laughs> oh no, it's it's yeah yeah. Um, so yeah, so um, I mean. Is is like getting the cybernetics? Is that just something that's like? I mean, you got to work up to that, or I mean, is it like, like a shop? I can go. Just it's, look. <laughs> it's it's just a video game. You just go trade in your things and go down to the shopping mall. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Uh, that's something that she's earned over, um, we'll say, multiple lifetimes of service. Hmm. Not everything okay. she's received was. Voluntary. Some of the things were necessary to preserve her. Got it. Okay. All right. Well, um, I think if I need cybernetic work, I'm going to come see you guys because that's really good work. Well, I have been very impressed with everything you have done since crashing on Yance, even that crash itself. Um, having read the full log and being aware of the things you did to save it and the the passengers of, aboard it, at least those you could save. I hear the GM was just killing them left and right. <laughs> they were. NPCs oh, yeah. were dying like wildfire. <laughs> I, I became very impressed with you, and I've been following you ever since. Uh, ever since Cable picked you up, I've kept very close tabs on you. Alright, well, um, I, I, uh, that's great. That's good news. I've been following that particular research facility for quite a while, so I was slightly disappointed that it was forced to be shut down. But these things happen. Yeah, those attack cats were kind of vicious. That they were. I'm sure Jadis would be interested in knowing that that was per particular facility was directly, well, inevitably, if you follow the chain, under the employee of Revolution X. Evolution X, sorry. Um, Which is why I followed it. They now or my primary rival in this hunt for these artifacts oh well now i'm more interested in helping you than, than i was before <laughs> do what i'm more interested in helping you now because if, if you're uh, in competition with evolution x i 
I'll do anything to uh, <laughs> help those that are uh, directly or indirectly subverting Evolution X. Yes, they've caught wind of some progenitor technology that they believe will allow them to rapidly accelerate some of their plans modification. Mm. Unfortunately, they don't understand it well enough to grasp what the inevitable end of that modification is. Which in this particular case will be subservience to a higher power that has no concern for their well-being. Hmm. That's what took place on Scion, which is where Keikol just came from. Now Scion, out of game, is the place that's the mining colony in the Jinling sector. You guys are hearing a bunch of news about riots and turmoil. Right, right, right. And do you remember about a week or two before you arrived to Cavill, all news from Scion went, it just stopped? Right. Right. Yeah, there are reasons. <laughs> yeah, and Scion's just one parsec galactic east of Cavill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very close. You said the, uh, the there's a higher power that doesn't care about their uh, their well-being. Is is that your father? Is that the higher power? No, it's my brother. Your brother? Yes, he is not a particularly kind gentleman. Hmm. He sees life as existing for the purpose of his pleasure. Um, speaking of brothers. Uh, you seem to know a lot. Do you know uh, who uh, had the other group kidnap my sister to try to influence my brother? Yes, it was a local gang hired by agents of Evolution X because your brother has been assisting me and watching that research facility for quite some time. Oh, okay. That's why he had his aid, his his men on that station. Oh, okay. So they were attempting to manipulate him to their advantage, but fortunately you showed up. No. <laughs> yeah. See, I thought it was a good thing we'd go save Shailene. Yes, I agree entirely. And for what it's worth, I ensured that her and your mother's ongoing journeys was adequately covered. Oh. In secrecy. Oh, thanks. That's the least I can do for your brother. He served me well. Oh, what us Nars do is we serve well. Yes, You're, well, your father did. What? I, well, I don't really remember him. He's, I never really met him. No, he also worked for me some time ago. Unfortunately, he passed. Oh, I didn't know he had passed. Um, yes. Oh, it what, did he, oh go ahead. What, did he, what did he do? He similar things to what Daxon does. Oh, like an agent? Yes. He was captured behind Katal lines and never heard from him again. Oh, that's too bad. Yes. These we're, in, we're in Katal space. Um, not too far from where you hail from, but not your clan. Hmm. And this was some time ago. How long did my dad work for you? Oh, about eight years. Oh. Wow. I didn't. I never knew. Mom. Mom never talked about him much. Said he just kind of left after the after me and Shailene were born. That's all I ever knew. That was unfortunate timing. Oh, so he didn't leave because it was just the it was too much for us for him to take care of. No, he had a particular set of skills He's that I needed. I could have found someone else, but he was insistent. And so he went. Hmm. That trail ultimately led him deep into Katal space, where he was captured. Hmm. Got it. Wow. I didn't know all that. Mm -hmm. I guess Mom doesn't know either. She just thinks he left. So that's what she told us anyway. Yeah, no one knew he worked for me. Oh. At least not in your family. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, all right. That's all the questions I have. I've got to make a lot of notes here. Yes. <laughs> I don't ask a question, but in my mind, I just think I would like to learn 
about how the slip drive works. Mm. So I just keep kind of thinking that over and over to see if he picks up on it. Okay, if, if he does, you're not getting any, any indication that he is. Okay, very good. What did this device do to us? Ah, I was wondering if you were going to ask that question. I was waiting for someone else to do it, but everybody seems to be nervous to ask the obvious question. That device fit, further moved the process along that began in Yance. When you this arrived one was in never Yance, on Yance. You were not, but do you remember on your mission to go assassinate a particular pirate? Yes. And I Aboard his vessel is another similar artifact. They were tinkering with it and triggered it when you were aboard that vessel, at least partially triggered it. And that was what threw you off and prevented you from succeeding. So it was not directly this one's responsibility? It was not directly your fault at all that you failed. It was just bad timing. The word does not make excuses, however. No, warrior does not. What happened in Yance to the ship, I'm sure you remember the report. There were various pieces of the programming that were missing. Yep. Yeah, some people think I did that. You didn't do that either. <laughs> didn't think You'd so. You'd like to see proof. I smile. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can show you this, and um, he, ha- he can hand you like a little data pad thing, and it's, it's the report. Um, and Tassan, uh, he gives you well, he gives you guys all a data pad so you can look at them. Mm. Um, in the missing pieces are notes and stuff that are made that show um, a sequence and a pattern appearing in the missing pieces that is actually difficult to see, but w- with his, all of his notes, you can see it. And there's um, like a sequence of events as things start missing and forming a pattern that would look like a very hard rewrite maybe. To change, um, not um, the function of the programs, but to change how the programs are communicated with and how they receive commands. Okay. Right. Okay. But it um, there's also notes in there where it was like sloppy, and there's comments like suggest degradation of original program, um, possibly due to weak signal sent from Gusadona um, by Dr. Fertzkirk. There's all these little notes in there about this. So what happened at Yance is you jumped into Sector about the same time that a device is located in Yance, was triggered from a signal sent by Dr. Fertzkirk, who I I believe you met on the prison ship, Altron. Yeah, we did. He was working in the Jinling Sector and in this... uh, Gusadona system. There's a research facility there digging through ancient um, ruins and artifacts. In these ruins he found this device that you collected for me and some other things. Not knowing what he was doing, his team began experimenting and accidentally triggered something. It drove him crazy and that sent out a, a pulse, if you will, to other devices located within a certain distance a few subset systems. When it hit these other devices, they triggered. And that's what happened whenever um, Ta'ari and why you were doing your mission and those Katal messing with that device. It was partially triggered by what they were doing, but it was that pulse that hit it. It just happened to hit it when you guys got into system. And it didn't just try to rewrite the ship, it also did try to rewrite your DNA. That makes a lot of sense, because there's something messed up with our DNA now, after after what happened outside of, on the way to Sertilob. It's very Maybe similar. Reversed. Potentially, it's uh, anything that is done can be undone, and ultimately, we would just need the right components to make it happen. It's a very similar technology that was used to uplift the Harkoon. Woo! <laughs> So when wow. you encountered this device on Cavill and you touched it, it recognized the change and responded to you on a 
DNA level, if you will. They powered up a little bit and kind of moved your the changes you experience a little bit further along. Huh. <clears throat> Is this like why Ferdskerger was able to affect this one? Yes. The reason he was able to do that is because he had been impacted on a different level because he was around a number of artifacts that they had been tinkering with and had gotten a better understanding of. But what happened to him wasn't just him. It was actually, I think to borrow from Jadis's vocabulary, was a form of possession, if you will. Basically, this a portion of the consciousness of my brother took him over and seeing you as a threat attempted to remove the threat. And it was easier to do with you guys because you were, you could say, connected because of the changes. Hmm. Where the rest of the people on your ship had not experienced that stuff on yet, so they were not changed. Makes sense. So is your brother trying to collect the artifacts before you do? In a sense, he's trying to stop me from collecting these artifacts because I can use these artifacts to imprison him for a time upon his full arrival. Are you what you appear to be? What do I appear to be? Medium-sized human with weird eyes. In a nice suit. Well, the nice suit is definitely what it appears to be. And thank you. <laughs> I've always appreciated fashion. I'm... I, you could say I'm more than what I appear to be. Where, where is your brother arriving from, if I may ask? Do you remember what Dr. Furtzgerg told you? Not without checking my notes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I can play back the video. So he, he um, in front of you guys is, a, is like a three-dimensional holographic looking map of the universe that pops up. And it's just kind of, because you guys are sitting in these chairs that all kind of face each other, like a talking circle, you know, and there's a coffee table in the middle. It just starts floating. This is obviously, this is the universe. He said, if we zoom in here and it like flashes and it, it zooms in, he goes, this is Concordia. Do you remember the name that he said to you? Mm. Maxdanian? Mm. Hold on. Maxdanian? 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 Mm-hmm. Did you not research out the name Maxdanian? Um, I thought Ruben did. Out of character, I know you looked up yeah. the coordinates in Concordia, but I don't remember if you actually looked up Maxdanian. That's true. I think you're <laughs> I right. Because you did, you did read the journals that um, Dr. Furtzkirk had posted. Hey, yeah, Jadis looked that up. Yeah, Jadis did he, that. He found all the journals. Oh. But I don't know if anybody ever said they specifically researched Maxdanian. Hmm. I think you're right. Hmm. Jeff wanted to, but Ta'ari would not have done that. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, this is Concordia. Maxdanian, to save you gentlemen the time of researching it, was roughly a thousand years ago an emperor of the of the, the human empire but he was always one more interested in adventure and he, he famously or infamously put a fleet together and went to go explore and never came back hmm. and anybody whose character might know history I'm sure Captain Kane would be familiar with this Jadis might um, I mean all of you may because it's not a it's not a secret but um, just a long time ago he came out to this particular section of space and his route, one of the places he went through, was Concordia. Specifically, he traveled through Yance. And as he's saying this, like the map, you see little like dots. And he's like, this is his route. And you see him jumping around. When he gets to Yance, he makes note of an unusual happening as they are refilling on the gas giant. And he notes the coordinates. And then leaves, because they had unusual programming issues with one of their smaller fighters. And the coordinates, if you haven't guessed it already, are the ones that were given to you by Dr. Furtzkirk. Hmm. <clears throat> so the question, because Mason forgot so caught up in retelling the story, the question was about 
where, where the, your brother is arriving from. Yes. My brother's vessel is located in that gas giant at those coordinates. Inside hmm. of the gas giant? Not in the dead center, but it's down inside of a hidden from view. It took Max Stanion to get the coordinates, and then it took Dr. Furtzgerg's research for me to figure it out because he hit it well. So between you and your father, do you not have enough power but combined to stop your brother? Oh, I could go and I could attempt to destroy a ship, but then he would just be able to come back much sooner. But this device you've had collected and the one that I have um, just received from Cable, we can plant them inside his ship. When he arrives, it will become like a prison for him. Why, why do we need to prison? Why do we need to put him in prison? Because if you look at this subsector, and the, sub, the subsector you're looking at um, was Concordia, it shifts over to the Jinling sector. So you've got the Jinling map in front of you. The last time my brother was in this sector of space, there were three systems that no longer exist directly south of Habis by about three parsecs. Yeah, there's a, yeah. I mean, that's a just empty space there. How, how long ago was this that your brother visited? Oh, at least 300,000 years ago. <laughs> this portion of space, we have been in a long, long battle. He just wiped out those planets that were there? Yes, he, they took to him as if he was a god, and then as they began to become more advanced and realize he wasn't, he became upset and decided he was done with them. So as... As any, we'll say, angry child will do, he lashed out. And he basically took for, killed the stars and took them away. And then the, the, all three systems went cold. Hmm. Well? What is your brother's name? Oh, his name would be something in our language that be pronounceable. He has been called by these people in this that he killed in those three sectors or those three um, systems. Kelvinen. 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 Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Are you a precursor? A precursor. A precursor. Uh, sorry. Progenitor. Progenitor. Sorry. Pro- oh, progenitor. Yeah, that's the correct you, term, right? What would what would make you ask me that? Um, this you know, this ship and the tech and the fact you're referring to events that are three hundred thousand years ago, like they were yesterday. Yes, and your brother is obviously very old as well. Your and he smiles. He says, "That I am." He snuffs stars. If your word is to be trusted. Yes, that is an ability we have. It's not magic, it's technology. But that something more than anything this one has heard of ever. No, it's... That is something that we can do. Some, not something that I do, but he has done it. He's always been one with the temper. It is, if you're a progenitor, is there technology that's become lost over the millennia? Because... You refer to this device as an artifact. Is it? Can you still make them? Or um... it's been lost because long ago we transcended beyond this dimension, and we inter- we come back to it. It's more as a consciousness being planted into a vessel, if you will. So these are ancient artifacts of our make that we have just left behind. Holy cow! So you asked me earlier if what if I am what I what I seem to be or what you see. The answer is no, because my consciousness has inhabited this entire vessel. I lean over to Hassan and quietly whisper in his ear, "We should have asked for more money." <laughs> I was I was gonna say we way underbid this. <laughs> I'm thinking the next one way up here, way yeah. up here. <laughs> 
and but long of milk. <laughs> yeah, I want a lifetime supply of chocolate milk. Right. <laughs> and I want you to extend my life for three lifetimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, do you have other brothers? Oh, or we have other family memory? members. He's He and I are the two that seem to squabble, at least over here. Long ago, before the rules of no direct involvement were engaged, things got a bit more messy. Now it's it's been... I guess you could call it a shadow war. Hmm. It's of information and manipulation. Have you read Admiral Kane's book about uh, intrigue? And I mean, it's a pretty good book. I don't know. He could probably get you a copy of it if you want one. No, I have read it. Oh, okay. And I enjoyed the article about the one particular mission which he omitted a great deal out of. Or not the article, but that section. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The one that ended with the entire colony being destroyed, Captain? Yes, I remember. Yes. I um, know you might not particularly be fond of this, but I fed the correct information necessary to for the military to launch that strike. Because yeah, they had... not fun. The thing that they destroyed was a thing that the last time it was used wiped out an entire civilization. And once I found out it had been uncovered, it was better to have it destroyed than fall back into the hands of someone who might abuse it. So, um, what's the what's what's the big play here? What's the what's what's uh what 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 what's what's the next step? What's the, the what do we good do we need to do? What I want to ask you to do is to t take this device plus the one that Kegel has retrieved from Scion and plant it into the vessel in Yance. Because of your unique DNA structure, you are uniquely qualified to go on board that vessel. Your so brother's vessel? Yes. That sounds pretty dangerous. <laughs> well, it's most definitely, definitely dangerous. Throw that out there. <clears throat> it's definitely very dangerous. And speaking of money, if you're interested, I could definitely use people of your talents and skills as full-time employees. We can work out the details at another time, but the general gist of it is you have freedom to do whatever you wish, and when I have a mission, I will get it to you. If Jaylee and your brother will save entire star systems, then I would glad, be glad to be your, uh, in your employee. Jailing him would save a great many lives. Now, if, to be clear, if you jail him and you don't want to work for me, that's, that's fine too. This, this is, there's no obligation involved in this process. So I have a question. Yes. So if, let's say your brother invited us aboard his ship and put us in his fancy room, what would he tell us about you? Why, why wouldn't we, why would we, why are we believing you over believing him? Shut up, Tassan. <laughs> That's that's a fair question. He won't. Too. He will not be fully in his ship yet. It will happen soon, but he won't be fully there. But I think he would tell you whatever he thinks you would need to hear to convince you to stop what you're doing. Hmm. And I can show you videos from when he did destroy those suns. But how would you know the difference between he and I? That's a good point. Or how would you know that I didn't doctor the videos to make it look like it was him? I agree with that. Yep. Um, These are fair questions, and if there's some way I can further earn your trust, I am willing to do it. I mean, would, 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 would... Oh, go ahead, Ruben. Oh, I was going to say, can the little onion man come with us on our mission? <laughs> <laughs> I know, he was so cute! He was pretty cute. I, like I don't... Uh, Finn... If Finn wants to go, I wouldn't prevent him, but his species is not built for that type of stress. Yeah, and Buzz might try to cook him. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> that, that would be ill-advised. As dangerous as eating a blowfish. He made this one very uncomfortable. I'd prefer not to have that. Maybe one of those cool centipede guys? Oh, yeah, for the engine room? Yeah. 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 I'm afraid, given that they, these, these aliens are... <laughs> so foreign to this part of the galaxy, the risk of letting them off the ship is 
too great. Hmm. Okay, just checking. That's a, I mean, that's a good question. So, would your brother say that you're crazy and need to be jailed? Well, I'm not saying my brother's crazy. Or, okay, but, mean? <laughs> but cruel. Cruel, okay, yeah. Perhaps heartless. He would most likely accuse me of being soft-hearted and befriending the sheep and the cattle when they, should, they exist for our slaughter and for our purpose. Hmm. He, he might is tell a predator. You, what's that? He is a predator, then, and he views us the herbivores. That's a very apt description, although not necessarily just for food. It's more of your his. He views you as his possession, and he can do whatever he wants to do with it. Toys to be discarded when he, when he is finished. So, uh, do you want? Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, this is something we can talk about uh, later, Mr. Broker, sir, but... Um, you can call him Frank. Or Frank. Uh, it, you can call point, me Frank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Frank and Kelvinen. Those are two fairly similar names. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Frank was assigned <laughs> to me by Tassan. You're welcome. <laughs> the, um, you want to know what name I have gone by, the last oh, one given yes. to me by people was Alvanon. Alvanon? And your father does. I just call him Father. Has people assigned, given him a name as well? Not for Eon's pass. Oh, okay. The last well, name he received was Turkoman. Uh, well, thank you for sharing that. It's, it's nice to have something to call you besides father and brother. Alvanon is fine. Might I ask, how old is your father, Turkoman? Oh, beyond measure, I would say, at this point. He was one of the originals to have transcended beyond this existence. In our theology, he sounds much like the one we call the Great Alpha in the Sky. He could be likened to that. I believe he was part of the group that elevated you <clears throat> or and, your kind yeah so I, I kneel before him uh, immediately and say i believe that is the great alpha in the sky so i i kneel in obeisance and and a, a moment of worship yeah. tell your father thank you for on behalf of the harpoon he gets up and says oh no please stand i am Sure, very powerful, but definitely no god. Jadis is clutching his uh, his uh, scriptures a little tightly, um, trying to figure out what to do with all this. <laughs> How do I reconcile? <laughs> yeah, there's some <laughs> theological problems here. <laughs> Crisis of faith. <laughs> so, so, benefactor Frank, um, so if we're going to go do this at Yants, what if, what if we said... Our price is 500 million credits and all the cybernetics upgrades to San wants. I would say 676 so million. That would cover the ship. I would say that's the price you put on the existence of your fellow kin. Oh, okay. Uh, I shot low. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say you would only do it if you received that price? Otherwise, you would let them all perish? Uh, seems about right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, we haven't talked about the employment and what that pays, but uh, you know, I was just trying to think of a big number that would mostly pay off the ship. Actually, I was just, you know, did a hundred million times five of us. Um, if you go to, have you seen Kegel's ship? Have you not? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we've been on it. Yeah, I would take care of you as well as I've taken care of him. I'm in. <laughs> 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 Well, that was easy. Would that include the slip drive that powers this that mighty vessel? I'm afraid not. Giving away technology that's on this level is considered too direct of an interference. Would you be able to teach me some things I could do to our ship or the new ship uh, that would, engineering-wise, help power it uh, better, more efficiently? 
you can be learn some things that will increase efficiency, but I can't give you technology that's this far advanced. It would anything you're allowed to do to help my knowledge, I would accept. It would offset the balance of things too much. So what you're saying is we could have as much money, or, or basically money wouldn't matter anymore. In essence, yes. You would be making a living trading, and you would be going on missions whenever I needed to send you out on missions. I'm still in. I do have a question. <laughs> yes. It seems as if you are a cleaning up a mess that your ancestors are kind left behind. You're spending a lot of time with these artifacts. Is that your primary operation? To, to contain the threats like your brother and these loose artifacts? It isn't my primary operation. I am, as I said, we extend our consciousness into these vessels. When I am aware that he is plotting something, I shift into that focus. It would seem to me you're prohibited from directly interfering with our existence. But if there's dangerous artifacts you're kind of left behind, that would seem you should be able to address that directly. We would think so, but there is too many incidents in the past when direct interference led to the creation of new religions that altered the courses of entire civilizations to wiping some out, uplifting species that turned out to be like a plague upon their subsectors. Just things that get out of hand without a direct supervision. But also as time went on, these artifacts began to become lost to the point that they ceased to present the same level of threat as they did before. And so instead of scouring the galaxy, digging them up and drawing attention to them, uh, those of us who have a mind to hang around and just keep an eye out for it. But there are many of my kind who have no concern with this existence. So I will, it seems to be an honorable thing to participate in the stopping of disrupt, disruption of an entire subsector. This one's only ask is, is it within your power to provide um, the means to, for this one to have land, preferably in Katal space? I think that could be orchestrated. I think you'll do well enough in my employ that you would be able to buy your own land or your, ah. start your own clan. But I can, I can assist you in that process. I have contacts among your kind. Ah, but land earned in battle or honorable, honorable um, acquisition is more sought after than monetary gain. That is true. Yes, I, I have ways. I've already, I, I have many ways I can think of off the top of my head that could give you the opportunity to earn it. Knowing your kind, it would be it would lessen the value if I were to directly assist you so, because you would not have earned it on your own but I can orchestrate the opportunity that's all this one asked this one would do it without that but that would be the one request this one has so, assistance. so could we just like if we did this because you can't help us directly what if we just like happen to be walking through the ship and saw on walking through your ship and we saw on the ground like some super duper laser plasma rifle and we we're like oh i'll just pick that up and walk away with it <laughs> i mean is that indirect help i'm just trying to think of you know ways to help that would be, fall under the same category of giving you a slip drive but what if we were just walking around and we stole it <laughs> we're good at stealing what i can do is i can I have the ability to finish what has begun with your DNA shift. Right now, what you have is uncontrolled raw power. If you give me the permission, I can finish the process. Granted for me. I'm is it, is it psionics? 
Are you asking him directly? Yeah. Yeah. It is. In essence, it's a form of psionics. It, yours is, that's as close as you can get. It's more of a physical nature. Yeah. But ultimately, you could can liken it to psionics. Katal have no history in psionics for the most yeah. part. Yeah. It's, consider it more of an awakening of a physical intelligence for you. Hmm. It healed my arm. Yes. You've basically come to grasp a, or come to hold of a better control of yourself of the healing process of your body and how that works. It's In a sense, it's psionic because that is in the mind, but it's directly linked to your physical nature. Albion, I think we all need to decide how we wish to participate moving forward and it'll be an individual decision um, that we all must choose. Regarding this gift of psionics, I am torn. My culture and the society that I was raised in is not supportive of using these types of abilities on others. And so for that, I must think on this, but I appreciate the offer. Well, if you don't want it, it can be removed. I would suggest waiting until after you've finished that sounds like to be on the ship. I have to have my DNA altered, otherwise I can't go. It would be beneficial. The abilities you have, I think, would be beneficial for what you will most likely face. At least what you could potentially face. On your brother's ship, you mentioned he wasn't on it yet, is that right? Not fully. So he's in another dimension and... Yes. And he's transferring there it will begin soon <clears throat> relatively others, speaking <clears throat> are there others on the ship like uh, minions or people defending the ship that if he has anything left on its on his vessel that would be only there because he has used technology to preserve flesh but it would not be life as you know it Okay, but there could be potentially be guards or things that he's prepared. Yes. Gotcha. Um, could we, before we go do this, could we have a couple of months? Like, just, you know, let's just say, like, we want to go a couple of places and possibly say goodbye to people in case we don't succeed? I don't know if we have months. Well, okay, then I need faster travel then, because... Like, I gotta go to Eureka and Claudius. I don't even. And Admiral Kane's gotta go see his family and maybe say goodbye. I don't know. I'm just thinking. Well, I have to. Oh, go ahead. I don't think we have a choice to some. If there are this many lives truly at risk, um, one cannot shirk away with responsibility like that. And that is my opinion. I did not want to express that because I felt like all of us must come to our own terms with this offer. But if there are truly that many lives at risk, then I think there is only one choice. Well, I guess we just send messages. I can give you direct contact with them from here. Because I'll just say, being a kid growing up, it just sucks to have somebody die and never hear from them again. And know the reason, not the reason, but just know that they just didn't leave you. So I'd like, at least for my mom, to know that if I fail, it wasn't because I just left. No, I understand that. I can give you direct communication to them from here. I am touched by Tassan's uh, uh, emotion, and so I go over and let him uh, give me a harpoon for a hug. Aw. <laughs> go ahead. Aw, nice hug. If you would like time to discuss this amongst yourselves, I can excuse myself. Okay, well, and if you just want to leave some stuff laying around the ship, just, you know, <laughs> and I don't I feel like you have to clean up for us. You don't have to clean up for us. Right. We heard that, just, we heard that uh, the insect guy talk about a dermo spanner. Yeah, tech level 18 computer, just want to leave that laying around. That's perfectly fine. Don't worry. Don't, don't have to clean up for us. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have no reason to believe I won't listen in, but I, I have my word that I, if I tell you you will have privacy, you will have it. Can we keep... Uh, hitting the, the bar while we're chatting? No, I, I'll excuse myself. Thank you. That's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he'll stand and says, I will come back in 15 minutes. 
Is that sufficient? Yes. Yeah. Certainly. Thank you. Cool. Hey, well, gentlemen, and he, he steps off to the elevator, and he. Gentlemen, I was notably quiet. Um, I think each of us has to make our own personal decisions. Something of this magnitude is taking time just for my brain to grasp the severity and the magnitude of the event before us. Um, it is not something that I woke up this morning believing we would be moving towards. And so I think we all must cope with that and adapt with it directly. Um, I, I personally, if he is honest and tells the truth, and why would you not go to all this effort to contact us? He's obviously monitored us for a long period of time. Um, I do feel kind of stalkered, but um, <laughs> other than that creepy feeling, uh, I feel like if there are this many lives at risk that I personally have no choice but to lean in and attempt to um, capture this cosmic creature, this progenitor, and hopefully allow it to not harm these people. And if one life can be given for many, then it is well worth it. And so that is my opinion, but I will not, again, ask any of you to come on this without your own beliefs and we also as you said to son quite well may leave behind family friends and others um but that is where we are in terms of the second issue of the psionics i am not sure how i feel i have enforced the laws of the imperium for many years i have even seen on the ships of the line when those that have used psionics or infiltrators have tried to infiltrate the imperial um, forces you know we have secured them and arrested them and and so I must long grapple with this quote-unquote gift um, and the source of the progenitor before I make a final decision there. But anyway, that is my feeling. Uh, it is my feeling that, uh, first of all, I am nervous about dealing with a creature who is hunting uh, and his diabolical brother. Um, I think we all are nervous about that but i feel like an ant yes but i think if, if if he's to be trusted and i suspect he is then the stakes uh that are at hand here the, the number of lives that can be lost if we do not act is so um unbelievably high that i do not anything but act whether or not we keep these psionic powers long term, I would suggest that we we sort to understand uh, these progenitors and their powers, and so I, I somewhat think of it as an ad hoc um, order of the Imperium for us to investigate this threat to to uh, the Imperium itself. So. Uh, whatever we do long term, I, I feel like that 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 if a uh, high-ranking leader of the Imperium were here, I suspect they would ask us to do this. Yeah, you you use the weapons that are presented to you. Does not mean you need to hold the weapon forever. But my people have less at odds with psionics than yours seems to have. Well, and I view that's a personal choice. The imperial law states that using such powers, possessing such powers is not illegal. It's using them upon others. And, and again, in its own hypocrisy, the empire has their own elite forces um, that some of us know, Jadis and Ruben have operated in and around those types of units before, and we know they exist. There's hypocrisy even inside the empire itself regarding these things. I just, I personally just must think on it. I would not judge anyone for choosing to accept it or not accept it. That to me is a personal choice. Uh, I, Captain, uh, I, I, going back to our military background, I view this uh, much like a military mission where we are tasked to uh, go out and defeat a force that was threatening a population. Uh, I feel good about the mission in that sense. And personally, uh, and selfishly, uh, I would love to be rewarded with more knowledge about uh, uh, machinery and, and engine works uh, and anything that they could provide me to uh, help me build a better uh, engine that will uh, benefit all of us on our ship in the future. 
Uh, I mean, it, it pays well. It, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, I mean, it sounds important. And I mean, it is, I, you know, I'm being silly a little bit. Um, but uh, no, I mean, I, I, I think there's a reason he chose us and we got it. It sounds like we, we need to do this. But as long as he pays like he says he would, I mean, other than that. I mean, some of us grow up poor, so, I mean, it's, you know. You I mean, can take your uh, credits uh, in the form of chicken nuggets. Uh, I was thinking about giving it to my mom. She, uh, she never she never had much, so. She likes chicken nuggets, too. Oh, well, she, man, she she could really heat some up. I mean, when we were kids, it was chicken nuggets and SpaghettiOs and other name brand foods we shouldn't mention because of copyright infringement. <laughs> 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 I'm in. Me and my Roomba, we're 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 doing this. The Roomba. <laughs> what about Buzz? You think he'll do this? Buzz obviously was not invited for some reason. It's the gumbo. I'm telling you, it's the gumbo. <laughs> exactly. This uh, one is in. I think the uh, progenitor could not understand Buzz. It was just dumbfounded by the, the accent. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all supportive, it sounds like. Yeah, I gotta get some coffee, though. There's some here in the bar, actually. Go I know, right? Actually, like I say, when, when you say, I need to get some coffee, though, that's when you notice, oh, there's there's some coffee in, on, over here in the bar. See? This place is freaky, man. <laughs> I would agree. I need some raw meat. There's, there's a, there's a, in the fridge, there's some meat. Woo! <laughs> Come on, Tari. I need a tech level 18 laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you, uh, you should have asked for raw meat, Dasan. I know, right? You should have asked for raw meat. <laughs> so basically the 15 minutes will be up whenever you guys are, feel like you've concluded. I am done. I think we're good. All right, this cool. one's decided. So um, that's when he comes back in. Um, and it's like on the dot, like 15 minutes, bing, and the door opens up. And um, Alvanon comes back in. Well, gentlemen, what have you decided? Alvanon, I, I don't speak for the crew. I speak, we each need to speak individually because this is a choice that we all must make. Um, but I personally believe that given the gravity of the situation and the threat to life that if I can give my life to save many others and that is a task I'm worthy to undertake and regarding the gift that you have given I must think on that for some time before I can respond but I appreciate your thoughts I wouldn't say I necessarily gave it I'm just offering to fulfill it or if you would rather get rid of it we can remove it I must think on that. Others, what do you say? Yes, I uh, uh, follow the captain's lead. Uh, I feel it is important, Mr. Frank Alvedon, to uh, defend <laughs> uh, the, against an evil force that's threatening innocence. Um, and, and additionally, uh, as I mentioned before, I seek all the mechanical knowledge you can impart to me that you're allowed to impart to me that might uh, help me uh, uh, further my abilities in, in the engineering realm. Hmm. And of course, your father I perceive as the great alpha in the sky, so this is almost a commandment that I would uh, be following <laughs> to uh, in that regard. So I raised the spear that he gave me to him and bow. And oh, by out. the way, I found it. It's a, a, a Dengang. D-A-N-N-G-A-G. It's actually a traditional hunting spear of your people that ha they've been using since um, the early days. And little of it has awesome. changed. But it's, it's very, it's like a big tradition. And even today, hunters of your people will still favor that when they go hunting over modern day weapons. I can see a future meat sheath hunt on the ship with uh, with my Dengang 
and it you know uses your melee um, blade skill, and it's two d six plus two damage. Okay, thank you. And it's tech level one, so it's pretty high up there. <laughs> this one will fight for the honor of this area for all those that live in it, uh, with or without um, opportunity to learn earn territory and land. This one will do it. I will do it. I'm, if the price is right, I'm in. Don't worry, Hassan. I think there could ultimately, in the long run, be a place for you on my vessel. Oh. You have an aptitude I find intriguing. Yeah, I technology. mean, I'm hanging out with these guys, but, you know, I, I really like oh. technology. Let's not pretend that you're better than everyone else. No, no, just technology. I mean, I love technology. <laughs> we, we, Mr. Alvedon, we will trade Tassan for the onion man. <laughs> uh, for Finn. Yes. <laughs> that seems fair. I mean... Well, gentlemen, I'm available for any other questions you may have, but I, I want to impress something upon you. I am aware of the impact of my, my people has on civilization of the modern time. There's a sense of almost divine awe in some circles. That being said, I don't want you to misunderstand the importance that you play. You are needed for this task. I'm not picking you arbitrarily. I've watched and I've observed and I've seen both your teamwork and your skill and your dedication. And fortunately, these modifications you've received. So you're not, it's not random I picked you and I don't want you to go into this thinking you're just small things that are playthings of, well, quote unquote gods. So I thank you for your service, as I'm sure, um, as I'm sure everybody else would. <laughs> Good. About that time, Kegel comes in. He's like, "Oh, hey, fellas! Hey, boss! Kegel!" <laughs> Ships all fueled up, and I've got the device uh, transferred over to the Cat's Claw. Hope that's okay, Captain. Um, he told me to go ahead and start that process. I think he kind of assumed you're going to say yes. He does that sometimes. It can be very annoying. <laughs> and he goes, no offense, boss. Anyway, um, I'm going to head out, fellas. Um, I've got some other stuff I've got to see to to help you do your thing. So good luck. And he does a little tip of the hat and he walks back off. <clears throat> Love your exercise program. <laughs> <laughs> so is my wife. <laughs> then the elevator goes down. <laughs> oh. um, and I think we'll, we'll end right there. And then nice. we'll pick up next episode after that. Nice. Whoop, whoop. Nice. That ends episode whoop, whoop. 37. So yep, thanks 37. for listening, everybody. Right. Thanks, thanks, everybody. Thanks, See everybody. you later. Travel around. So this has been a Dice Haven podcast. Learn more at DiceHaven.com. And please rate, like, and review us wherever you get your podcast. We really appreciate it. Any background music and ambient sounds you hear are provided by TabletopAudio.com. With the exception of our intro music, which is stock media provided by Pond5. Thanks for listening.